The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to Side Piece Show. On a scale from 1 to 10, how much do you love my singing? So the funny thing is, when I first had Vivi, someone was walking by and she's, you know, sees things and she's like, your daughter is just going to have the most amazing singing voice. And clearly this woman was spot on. I can't believe it. I need you to do me a favor in the comments, the reviews, wherever you want to hit me up. Can you guys just do me a favor and tell me how much you love my singing? Because I really feel at minimum, I just start my show by singing every time. You know, I got to give the people what they want. But I will tell you what Vivi does not get from me beyond my special singing voice is her listening skills. Okay, so my sweet Viv, she's two and a half. It's time to go to school. But you know what? We got to go pee-pee on the potty to go to school. So we've been jamming, right? We're just going in the padded underwear. You know, we have some accidents, but we got we got this. We got this. So it's her first day of school. My little girl, her first day of school. I can't believe it. She goes with big brother Logan. It was so amazing. He walked in and he announces, you guys, this is my sister Vivian. I'm her big brother and this is her first day of school. And like, you know, everyone's turning and laughing and the teachers appreciate it. The kids don't give two shits and they continue playing in the sand and picking their nose. But it was so sweet. He was announcing how proud he was of his sister. And I'm like, oh my gosh, please, please, dear Lord, please don't let her have too many accidents. We're just going to go a half day. So I get her. She only had one accident. Like, oh my gosh, huge, amazing day. My girl, you did it your first day of school. I'm like, you're going to get a waffle. That's her special treat in the bribe thing, you know? So we get home. I'm like, you have to eat your lunch and then you can get some waffle for having the best first day ever. I said, but the other thing is too, we're going to put you in not padded underwear, just regular big girl underwear because you're a big girl. But you have to tell mommy when you have to go pee pee because we must go on the potty. Yes, mama. Yes, mama. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know how much your words mean to me. We got to shake on this. We got to make it official. Not only do we shake on it, we knuckle it. We high five it. We nose kissy it. You know, she writes it on a contract. So we're set. Like this is happening. She's going to be eating when she has to pee. She's going to go in the potty. So we're talking, we're talking, we're chit-chatting about her glorious first day of school. She looks at me. And her mouth wide open. And sometimes she does that when she hears like a fire truck or something. And I'm like, what? Do you hear a fire truck? Do you hear a, a police car? And looking at me, not even blinking, just staring right into my soul. All of a sudden, it's like a waterfall. And I look down and there, it's like your water just broke underneath her chair. It went gushing. You know, this girl clearly, not only was she full of shit lying to me about going pee-pee on the potty, but she was like holding it in for, I don't know, what is she, a camel? I had been holding it in for, I don't know, three weeks. It was that much. 
And the girl doesn't even blink, like no remorse. I'm like, where is your soul? You just shook on it. You, we knuckled. Does that not mean anything? So it was almost like a dog, you know, like when a dog poos and you're trying to train them, you like make them look at it and say, see, do we like this? Is this what we do? I almost felt like I was training my dog, but I don't know. After that waterfall, I mean, I'm hoping this really kicked her into gear and we will be accident free from now on. You have a better chance of hearing me sing the rest of my openings than that happening. But I am being optimistic with a PMA positive mental attitude. So it is time now for my side stealers of the week. And oh my gosh, you guys, we have a special, woo, breaking. What a treat. We have two side stealers from Beverly Hills. The first one, Erica Girardi's Fire Spewing Venom is actually my first side stealer. Was that anyone freaked the hell out when she was literally spewing her venom at Sutton at the dinner table? Like, I can't get over those images. Then when she tells Garcelle, not don't touch me, get your hands off of me, and then whiplashes and begins to spit her fire spewing venom out at Sutton again. That was probably one of the creepiest scenes I've ever seen in my life. I was uncomfortable watching with my drinks in hand, alone sitting at the table across from her, like poor Kathy Hilton, <laughs> which as always is a side stealer of the week, month, year for me. So Erica Girardi's fire speeding venom is side stealer number one from Beverly Hills. And my side stealer two from Beverly Hills this week is Dorit's husband, PK. Let me tell you real quick about PK. So when I first started side piece, I was like, dude, I love PK. I think he's like crazy and wacky and fun and whatever. And Dorit is Dorit. Like, you know, love her. I have to have Dorit's ultimate side piece on. He actually responds to me. And he's like, well, first of all, I charge like $25 million a minute or whatever he said. Like something outrageous. And I'm like, aha, that's funny. And then, you know, I'm trying to sell it. Like side piece is so cool. And I'm so cool. And this would just be the best interview ever. And I was like going down my list. I'm like, I've had Captain Sandy. I've had Captain Lee. I've had Tamara Judge. And I'm like naming some of the first ones that I had. And he literally cut me off in the middle. And he said, I don't need to hear anymore. You can stop talking right now. I am not impressed. And then we didn't speak again. (laughs) So needless to say, from that point moving on, PK was definitely not one of my favorites. However, he did win me back with his true statements of everything going on with Erica Girardi. I really can't believe I'm saying that PK in this last episode was the voice of reason. And I actually was living for it. So PK, you've redeemed yourself, even though you being on side piece would make you the ultimate side piece in my eyes and completely redeem yourself. So can you please get back to me? And my last side stealer of the week from Potomac. It is the one and only Surrey County. Ah, yes, Surrey County, which was not actually Surrey County in Karen's Surrey County promotional video. Talking about being Miss Surrey County, while actually not being in Surrey County, 
poor, poor Surrey County, you did not get the shout out and the love that I really feel that you deserved. So I am doing it for you. Baby, Surrey County, I will give you some side piece loving all day long. And that wraps up my side stealers of the week. But what else is hot and happening in hot and awesome sauce and Bravo world? Below deck med. Courtney comes in with the line of the season so far, calling Delaney and Lexi Delexi. Get it? Delaney, Lexi, Delexi. <laughs> Sorry, am I the only one that finds that funny? Moving on. Beverly Hills. On a scale from one to holy awkwardness hell. Yes, I clearly like scales. I'm not sure which was more uncomfortable. Erica and Sutton at the same dinner table with pure disdain towards each other and everyone trapped in between. Or Lisa, Renna, and Garcelle having a talk that they, quote, actually really care about each other and have each other's back, end quote. On a scale from 1 to 10, I give them both a 5,946-something, roughly, of pure awkwardness. And did I mention I love Kathy Hilton? And the final Bravo-licious moment of the week. Salt Lake City is back, baby! I mean, you guys, you literally had to pick my jaw up off of the ground after just the first, what, three minutes? Holy moly crock a When they're doing the first opening scene of Jen getting the phone call, bailing Mike off, cops helicopters by 12 minutes later. <sighs> I mean, well done, bravo. Well freaking done. I am living for this season already. Hooked, line, sinker in the first three minutes. Thank you, Salt Lake City. You give me life. You give me life. You give me life. And that wraps up all the hotness happening in Bravo. Have I told you lately? Thank you for listening to me trying to sing and telling you over and over again how much I love you because I do. I love you for listening and all your amazing support and telling your friends and all your people to listen and just how amazing me and my singing is and that you got to check Side Piece out. You guys, thank you. I am so grateful that you like Side Piece more than PK does. And thank you for telling all your friends to listen and subscribe for your amazing reviews. I love you. And I love that we can celebrate all together the entertaining and delicious parts of Side Piece Show. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Thank you again for all your love, your support. You guys are the best. PK, I'm waiting. Please at me. We are making this happen. And I will see all of you next Wednesday. My guest today, she crushed on her below deck divorce, vacation, celebration, but being an OC, OG, is her real starring role. A lady so smoking, even Jesus would blush. Yes, you guys, it is the one and only Alexis Bellino. 
Okay, you guys, I have said I'm so excited about a hundred times because I am so excited. The housewives and literally the entire hotels and their smoke alarms will never be the same since this blonde bombshell has left. Though we do see her back here and there on Bravo, she always has her heart on the OC. You guys, from The Real Housewives of Orange County, it is Alexis Bellino. Hi, guys. Hi, Alexis. Beautiful, freaking blonde bombshell, as always. Holy crap. Like, nothing <laughs> has changed. How long has it freaking been since you've been on? 12 years. I've, I, I, I filmed my first show 12 years ago. Oh, my gosh. It has been that long. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's weird. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm not even the one that knows that, but the podcast I did yesterday, they knew. So I'm like, oh my gosh, now you, I, I, I'm really old. <laughs> wow. Wait. So that was 12 years because you came on what? Season five. Yes. Holy moly. Through eight. Yeah. So, but 12 years ago was the first one that aired. Is it crazy now that we're like talking about this and you started filming your first time 12 years ago? Is it crazy that you're like, we're talking about OC still? It's just, I mean, that franchise, they are just brilliant. Just, I don't know, people just like seeing a lot of us almost cougarish women just coming out there and showing our life. I mean, I don't know. What is the, what is the whole, like, I, I don't know. It just something works. OC in particular, like that, obviously, you know, you guys were like the one to yeah. leap, like everything then came off of you guys. It's just, just crazy though yeah. that you're like, I was on so long ago and people are still excited to talk with me about it. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, it's, is it ever going to die? Down? Do you watch it still to this day? Now that Heather's back and the cast has kind of changed a little bit, I'm I think I'm excited to watch. I, I love Heather. So Oh, I'm you love Heather. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait, how did that? You know what? That's a funny, it's interesting that you knew about that because not everybody knows about the falling out. I mean, obviously people think it's, you know, it could be just on camera or whatever, but we really did have a falling out. And she is such a good person. And she tried to apologize to me a couple of times and I was just I didn't really believe she came to me at a Bravo event like it was like a um a Beverly Hills of which only the cast members and the producers were there and they were just kind of you know giving us a little hi how are right. you guys doing we just want to give you dinner or whatever and she came up to me at one of those events and just was I had tears in her eyes I was crying she's like I'm so sorry I didn't get it all then but I get it now and I'm I just, you know, I just want you to know, I really, truly, I'm sorry. And I'm like, man, she just really does mean it. Like she meant it. And That's she, awesome. that takes a huge person. And then her, her daughter and my son were doing a lot of plays and acting together. So we would see each other at, at those um, events. So, you know, I don't, I just think that people can really realize they make mistakes. Well, that's, by the way, I'm, as you know, probably more than anybody, I'm sure apologies are few and far in between, let alone sincere ones. Sure. And that's why I didn't really even, I didn't really believe her for, I think at first she wasn't really apologizing. She was just trying to be friendly or cordial with me. And I was just kind of like, you know what, you burnt a bridge and it was really hard to live through right. that. And, but you know, I still cordial to her, but then when she's pulled me aside at that Bravo event, I'm like, okay, this, this girl feels bad. And she really does like me the right. more you're on. When you know, coming at you so. like her first season and you're like, I've been around the block. Right. You know, give me a minute. Totally. Wait, so do you guys keep in touch? 
gosh, we're both so busy. It's not like we pick up the phone and call. But I mean, if I did the other day, I had a prank call and it said it was her. And so I called her back and, but it's not, it wasn't, it, we don't like call and say, can you right. go out for a cup of tea? Cause we're just, either of us are in a place where we can do that right now, but especially now that he's filming again, but you know, we, anytime we see each other or when the kids were doing their plays together, it, it was always, and then James went to her daughter's birthday party. Um, and then that's cool. Okay. So that like Heather basically, and like you were with her, with Heather towards the end, but then the beginning, how did you, when you're starting season five, you come on, you know, basically replace Gina because Gina was leaving, right? And Gina's who got me on the show. Wait, Gina got you on the show? And Gina's yes. And I didn't even, it wasn't even a thought in my mind, like not even a thought at all. And she just came up to philanthropy and real estate and just being in town. So she came up to us at Jim and I, my first husband, Jim, and I at Mastro's and said, well, second husband, well, we don't, don't need to go into this. <laughs> but it's one. So, it's just one because my totally. account, it was almost an doesn't really it was a it was a, a very early college mistake so she yeah just came up and is like alexis i just put your name in for housewives and i was like what like why me and i'm like oh my gosh and they called the next day so then it was done from there you're joking me next day and i didn't think i honestly thought we're at masters we're having dinner right so i think it's and she wasn't having dinner with us we just always would run up to each other and catch up or whatever but i thought It'll never happen. And it was literally the next day they called and said, we, you know, we want to get to know you. We want to start the interview process. And I'm like, whoa, Holy I crap. three very tiny kids. I don't know about all this. So yeah. Twins, babies. They were babies. What was James? Like five, six? No, James was four and the four. twins were three. <gasps> oh my yeah. God. Like I said, I'm in it right now with just two. I, I mean, like that, again, that gives me more perspective now as a mom with little ones. Then you're dealing with like husband stuff. Then you're dealing with cameras in your face and, and crazy women. I did get overwhelmed with it. And I think it's just, a, it's just a circle. I mean, we're all trying to, we're all trying to figure right. out where, exactly where we fit and what we want to do. Right. But when you have that adventurous and um, entrepreneurial spirit, it's really hard to say no to certain things. I mean, I've learned it a lot now more in my older age, but it's like, I, you know, I just didn't want to say no to anything back then. I was like, yes, 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 yes. And I'm, I do have a lot of energy. So the husband, the Irish twins and, or triple, I had Irish triplets, basically the TV show, the, all the other stuff. I still was just like, I can do this. I got this. Totally. And it's, I mean, we saw it, right? Like that was no lie. Like you were like, I can do this. Oh, I can go to five, you know, the, the news at 5 AM and do a segment. I got it. Right. Like we yeah. saw that the whole time, but it's just crazy. Cause I can't see again. I don't know, but like what we've seen of Jim husband, number one, being like, sure, let's go do this show where a camera's in my face all day. Was he into it? This is really interesting. And everybody asks me this question and they're always completely shocked by the answer. He actually wanted me to get on the show before anyone even ever. He was just like, this is so fun. And he took me to, I was still kind of new to Newport and all of that. I mean, I'd only been here for maybe four years at that time. And so he took me, he knew all the girls going on the housewives show. He, most of them just from being around town for all the years he's lived here. So he's like, let's go to the grand opening and the, the launch. Uh, what do they call that? The pre premiere, the right. premiere housewives of orange County actually getting aired. So we went, it was a place called temptation. We knew the owner of temptation. Um, and we were there. So I got to meet all the housewives or just like, at least know who they were the original five. 
Um, and I could just, you know, he, he liked the thought of it. And so he was excited when, and he's the one that started no. watching the show. I never would have even pulled it up on my TV, but he's the one that started watching it. And he's like, let's watch it. It's on Monday nights or Tuesday nights, whatever it was. We'd record it. We'd watch it. So funny. So when Gina's like, I put your name in, he was excited. I was, I was a little like, oh, I need to really think about this and research this. And then we both kind of got excited together. And then I kind of knew in my gut that it was going to be me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's this is really this is yeah. oh my god so he was realized. in it yeah. I love that he was a housewives fan like before oh, you even that's was. the funny thing though people don't realize how many men really are the fans and they put it off on their wife but they really want to go sit up with a bag of popcorn and watch it next to their wife you know especially back then I don't know about now I mean maybe it's maybe it's been out too long now right. so it's been nice but back then it was like it's, all the husbands would, you know, the, the wives would be like, be talking in a circle and be like, he's a closet watcher. Don't let him fool you. You know, oh so. God, that is amazing. So then, oh my gosh. Okay. So then you went to this premiere. You met, did you meet all the original, like uh, Vicky and obviously Gina and all them? Lori Peterson, just from um, being out. Um, and it was, we just got to say hi to everybody. Then I didn't really, I wasn't out of my shell enough to go up to any of them and be like, hi, I'm Alexis. So I didn't meet any of the other ones at that point. But, um, you know, and Vicky, of course, was not friendly to the new people and the, the you know, newbies around then anyways. But um, her and I worked that out and became friends. And then now we're kind of estranged again. But- yeah, I was going like, to, but like, because I was going to ask you about that because I'm so curious because we saw like on the show, all the relationships, right? Like up and down and this, like you came in, you're friends with Gina. Had you known Gretchen or you didn't know Tamara or Vicky or Gretchen or anybody? No. When Gretchen and I filmed the first one or two, I mean, it was just a natural fit because we were the youngest ones on there. We were both in our early thirties. We were, you know, super excited, vibrant, you know, personalities. So it just fit and, and Jim and Slade liked each other. So it worked. That is insane. How were they when you first, I mean, you said you met Tamara for dinner, but then when you're coming on. She was nice at the beginning and she was very kind and loving. And, and I thought we were going to really be friends. And I'm like, man, she is a cool chick. And then I met Vicky and she's like, you're in my world at that, the first, very first episode I ever filmed. And I'm like, oh Lordy. Okay. Well, here we go with that. Um, And Gretchen, you know, and I just clicked right away and became like, we really became tight. You guys signed up to do the show. Were you and Jim at all having issues or do you think it was starting after the show? All I can tell you is from the truth aspect of it, we were in therapy from the first day we got married. We were in 14 years in therapy, 14 years married. I've been with Drew three years and we've never had to see one therapist. So it just shows you that we had a lot to work on and we were trying to make it work. And the word divorce, just for everyone out there, never came into our language or our vocabulary until two years after I left the show. So in my opinion, the show may have caused a little more stress just because, and fun and, you know, a lot of other things too. It might've caused more stress in our marriage because I did have to give up a little bit more of that time for filming and for this and for trips and for things that, you know, were all the girl trips. But, but in hindsight, when you look at it, like if, if, if somebody is in 14 years of marriage, basically from the first day you start your marriage, I just feel like, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, now that I'm in, you know, and I, at that time it was normal to me because he was, he was actually my first real marriage. Like my, you know, my, my college one doesn't really right. count because it was, 
it was, I was too young to, it was 23. Right. I don't, it's, you don't you can barely even legally drink. I, Give me a break. Yeah. I got yeah. divorced within a year. Like it's like, yeah, it's, it, what didn't count. Um, great guy. Hope he's doing well, but it just wasn't meant to be. Um, but with him, it was like, I make this work. We're just, you know, we had a lot of good years and a lot of good times. Um, the show definitely airs and shows that we also had a lot of tension and a lot of stress. Right. I don't have that in this current relationship. I know people that, you know, there is the one person in this world for you. The one, the one that's like your, your person, not your soulmate. Cause a best friend can be a soulmate, but you're one person and our relationship and minds mine is just very easy. You know, we're still going to bicker here and there. We're going to have our issues. We have families. So we have issues with that sometimes, but when you already of it, it's like, there's no, the, the stress and the, you can't figure out a fight thing and you need to go to a therapist for the fight, which don't, don't, ju- right. I'm not judging. I, if Drew and I need to go to a therapist for an issue, we will be the first one right. at the door. I mean, that's not, I totally believe in therapy and it saved Jim and I for 14 years. It really did, you know, but then it just came to a point where, you know, I mean, he might say it's the show he could, he can say, I'm sure he has his side of whatever he believes on it, but you're asking me my opinion. And I just feel like looking back and I have definitely uh, pondered this a lot because if I would ever blame the demise of my show, I would really be mad at myself that I took that opportunity and I'd live in a lot of regret, but I, and I, so I did ponder that and I truly came to the peace and the knowledge that it wasn't show. It wasn't, you know, it kind of added stress just because any reality TV, when you're putting the limelight, it adds stress. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think our marriage was meant to survive it. That's Anywho. insane. Like, uh, again, being married, right? The fact that you're saying you guys were in therapy from the get-go. At first, we would just do couples therapy once or twice a month um, just to keep everything kind of moving and d- just discuss your your issues and this and that. And then when things started to get rocky, which wasn't very far into the marriage, where we were kind of like, oh, we're button heads or we're just not seeing eye to eye and our communication it didn't just flow. Like if I say one thing to Drew, it's like, it just flows. Like that really made me mad, Drew. Oh my gosh, babe, I'm sorry. I won't do that again. I'll do this. Okay, babe, thanks. Boom, right. it's done. That's the end of it. I, or we can talk it through for another hour, but there's just not headbutting and constant like, I, don't, I just don't think we were on the same page of the way our communication actually worked. Right. Um, and so, you know, yeah. It, and then it ended up being, we were in therapy one day alone and one day together, you know? So- it's just, but it worked. I mean, for many years we were happy. It wasn't like at the beginning we were like, oh, this is going to end in divorce. And like I said, we never once mentioned the word divorce during the show. It was, we were in it to fight it. We were going to, and I was still fighting from a marriage, obviously, but we were going to, we were going to be fine. We were going to make it over the mountain and get, you know, get on a good track. And that just, that just didn't happen. What finally, if it, I mean, it wasn't the show. We saw obviously every couple, if you're not fighting, then something that's weird, right? Like every couple, even a friendship, like two females, right? Right. Like that's bullshit. If you don't have fights and bicker and all that stuff. But like what finally was like, okay, Jim, we need to move on. Was there one thing that was like, okay, I think we need to call it a day. I basically just, Um, I think that we, I think it just came to the point where, um, it was just too much. It's yeah. like, are we going to live this unhappy and have to keep fighting this hard all the time? Or is it time maybe we're going to be better parents and better off just apart? What do you think was harder? All the, because we see you so close, right? With Gretchen. And then 
you know, we see that you and Tamara had something. I feel like you're almost breaking up with Gretchen too, right? What was harder for you? The kind of like the up and down roller coasters with the relationship of the of the women, the cat, like Gretchen or with Jim and like the what you guys had to go through. Well, I mean, on this during the time of the show, definitely um, what I had to deal with with the women, because I I was 35 at that time. 33, I think, is when I started the show. So I, I was on it from 33 to 37. And I never experienced that kind of cattiness in college or in high school or in anything. So I wasn't, and I I really do have kind of a gentle heart instead of like the attacking heart. So that's what was hard for me to like, to, to, to transition and go, this is, this is what I'm going to be facing tonight. So that was definitely harder in that moment. Um, But you know, when, when the show ended um, about two years later or a year later is when it really got sticky with Jim. And then we were starting to really understand that you know, maybe this isn't going to work. And so then, of course, that is way harder than any TV show. Like, right. like through divorce and, and actually giving up on your marriage and throwing in the towel is like the hardest thing. Even harder than dealing with these women. Oh, uh, divorce. There's no, yeah, there's no. Divorce and having to share your children is, there's nothing, almost nothing worse. How are you in gym now? Uh, we, it's up and down still. It's, yeah. it's you know, we, we try. We both love the kids more than ourselves and that's apparent and uh, you know apparent like not meaning a parent but like obvious right. uh, to them. um and you know we we're just we're just oil and water and then we might have a good week or two and then we have a bad week or two or you know we just don't see eye to eye on a lot of things but we try and all we can keep doing is trying and and at the end of the day put our children first so who are, do you keep in touch with anybody from the show Oh yeah. Like Emily and I are still in touch. I may be going back for a couple cameos this season again um, with her or maybe Heather. I don't know. The producers reached out, so I'm not really sure at what point um, or if they're going to reach back out again, or if it was just a thought and then it's not. That Um, would be amazing. To to go back for a couple cameos because I'm totally into that and up for that. Um, Lydia. I mean, I talked to a lot of them, Lydia, Gina, um, Emily, Heather, um, you know, Lori, Lori goes to my hairstylist and we're, we're always like walking and she's, she's needing done. And I'm (laughs) like, or vice versa. And they're like, next time we need to bring champagne and make our appointments at the same time. Let's get hot together and drinking. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, and I'm honestly, I'm cordial to all of them. There's not, I love Kelly Dodd. I see her out and about and we, we chat. I'm not, I don't really despise any of them. And I'll even say hi to Tamara. I just, I just don't care to have friendships with certain ones of them. Um, I do think Tamara is kind of the devil in real life, like, or in walking, but, but you know, I mean, that's just my opinion. Felt like almost you and Gretchen were so close. And then to see you guys and that kind of fizzle out, was that more difficult than everything going through with Tamara? Cause clearly you have more animosity towards Tamara than Gretchen. Oh, for sure. For sure. It was a harder thing. Cause Gretchen and I truly were becoming like best friends. Like she was sick in bed and I'd bring her chicken soup. I'd be crying because of something that happened to one of my kids and she'd run over to my house. We'd be up until three o'clock in the morning with her and Slade. We'd go to LA together. We'd, I mean, we were just like, the four of us were like truly, truly good friends. And so when that friendship sizzled out, it was, it was, it was hard. I mean, cause I really thought, you know, and I, I don't really, I mean, I'm pretty much friends with almost everybody I've been with even since high school. So I, I don't, I don't have a lot of friendships that just kind of, you know, fizzle out, but right. Yeah, it was, so it was hard. 
I don't even remember what the main point of you guys falling out was. Well, basically, I mean, there's a lot more behind the scenes kind of stuff, but basically, and this is my opinion right. because I was witnessing what my perspective was. Um, Gretchen and I were like best friends and it was the, the, so on season one, the first season I was on, which season five, season six, we were like besties and we, everything was hunky dory and we had each other's backs and we had this, we had this pact. We'll stay together. We'll have each other's backs. And her and I, my third, third year, which would have been season five, six, seven, season seven. Um, I think that production thought it was getting kind of boring. I think, and, and Gretchen and I had a complete pact behind the producer's backs. And it's like, if they call you and say, I said something about you, you know, to call me first. I think her storyline would look better because I do kind of believe she's kind of a camera junkie. You know, I didn't really care about my airtime. That's why I didn't get as much airtime because I wasn't fighting for camera time. I don't care. It's this is my life and I'm not going to create, try to create more. Um, I don't feel she's that way. And I think she thought it would look better to, you know, have become, become friends with Tamara and ganged up on me and, and look, that lasted a whole, like not even a whole season. And then, you know, now they're back to hating each other again. So I, I, that's just, and uh, that's it in a nutshell. But like I said, there's a lot of other little things that occurred um, that they're so, my, they're just so minuscule. Like it would take me two hours to explain the whole spider web of everything. It's just not worth it. So that's the big picture in a nutshell. So then, and then you and Vicky were like, had beef, but then you guys started kind of becoming cool again, didn't you? Towards the end, like when you were kind of towards the end of like the seven, eight, wasn't it? Totally, totally. Like it was, it was like right when she was divorcing Dawn. Right. Um, I was, I was very, I felt very bad for her. You know, I'm like, cause I put myself in her shoes. Like you have a family, you have properties together. Like it's, it's gotta be really hard. Right. And so um, we just started to become friends and it was an organic, genuine, true, like, oh my gosh, we actually kind of like each other. And then she started dating Brooks and James, Jim and Brooks got along. And so we would be out together, the four of us. And we supported them through that whole cancer, uh, fraud yeah, right. but I mean Jim even at one point Jim even took over like Vicky even believed in it this much you guys like this is the one thing I'll say about her I don't know if she knew it was a fraud or not because the Vicky I knew was really believing in it and so one day there was a day that that um I was checking in with her and I'm like how's Brooks and she's like he is so not good he's at the house he's been vomiting all day he just doesn't feel good so Jim got in the car went and picked up some chicken soup or something for him maybe some uh, spritz water or something went over to Vicky's where Brooks was at and just said, he looked, said Brooks looked like shit. And they sat and they just talked and Jim was just there for him trying to be supportive. And like, I I'm here, you know, if you need anything and just trying to be a good friend. Um, so we had even bought in, we thought everything was true. So I don't really know what the truth to all of that is, but you know, our hearts were legitimately in it, like believing in it. And I, I know Vicky's was too, because she was just like, thank you so much for doing that. Like you guys are such good friends and you know, so. What do you think I she mean, is? So he was sick? Did he have something else? I don't, I must have. Or, or she, he's, just, he's just like, I puked. And she's like, oh, he puked. I don't really know if he did, but I just she heard. Was at work. She was at work. She just oh. left him. He was home. Got it. But just, and so Vicky's like, well, he's at home right now, but he's been vomiting and he's not doing good. Um, and when Jim got there, he just said he was very disheveled, looked like he was, you know, hair was a mess. He looked pale. He was in a robe. So perhaps he was, had something else. I don't know. But, but, you know, Jim was just under the impression it was from the chemo. Is that crazy to you? I mean, again, I, I don't know. You know the situation, but me is watching this stuff. Is it crazy that Vicky, you know, smart, she's, you know, has her shit together or whatever, that then something like this can kind of like 
she can be duped like this? Is that nuts? It's totally crazy. But I do believe that, I mean, I really do believe that it could be done if you have a really good actor on your hands. I mean, the stories she would tell, like even at the, at the reunion shows and things where she's like, I was waiting in the lobby for him while he was getting his treatment. I was there. Like, right. where does he off to? Right. If she's with it, like, how, how can he possibly do that? But uh, so I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think any of us will ever really know the truth about all of that. So what happened with you guys? You guys were on the up and up. We were on the up and up. I've been to LA a couple of times at other events and her and her new boyfriend, Steve would be together. And, and we would always talk about going out to together. And I was still with Jim at the time. But then when her and Tamara started talking again, I heard word from other housewives. But all I do know is that when I heard what was said or what somebody overheard about me and how, you know, and instantly like within not any right before this person told me this, this other I'm not even going to say, I'm not going to even give it. I'm not even just going to leave it at that. When this person told me, um, I was like, Hmm, that makes sense for why Vicky hasn't reached out lately or, or been on my Instagram or do anything. I'm like, that is, it all makes sense now. So I just don't have the time or desire to, to deal with cattiness or anything like that or choosing sides, whatever it's fine by then it's, you know, so I just listened and, and it was apparent by the fact that the texting and the, and the Instagram reply or, you know, comments and all that stuff. Is so. it crazy that all this is going on with Jim? Like that started with Tamara and Shannon. And I, I don't even, that's another thing. I'm just like, where's that? What in the hell that is? Go, what's going on with that? I don't even get it. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's just, it's about um, Tamara needs to be accountable for what she says. And sometimes what she does say can and will hurt people and their career. You can't just spout out certain things. You can't just, um, you know, anyone can, I don't want to speak about it, but anybody can Google it and see what the whole thing is about. And, and, you know, I, I just, and honestly, this has, that lawsuit really doesn't have anything to do with my feelings about Tamara because my children see it and my ex-husband is a part of it. But I, that's not even the reason I, I just don't really, um, I just don't really like the person Tamara is. But the reason I don't is most is, is because of what I witnessed on the show and what I would and what I would hear her do and say. And I just feel like she didn't take one person's life or, or feelings at all or like the detriment that she could cause to that person for a long time into consideration. And I just think that that is a really low human being, like just a really low place to be. I just, I, and I just saw, I, w I witnessed too much of it in four years, you know? So yeah. And I hope, I hope she's changed. Maybe being off the show has made her change or maybe she's not the same person now since she's not on the, the show and doesn't have to fight for that paycheck to get, you know, brought back each year. But, um, you know, I, I just, was yeah. it crazy to, when you heard that she and Vicky were leaving or done? Yeah. Well, I don't think so for Tamara because enough housewives have finally just spoken up and said, I won't film with her. So, but now I heard she's coming back as a friend. So I don't know. We'll see about that. But, but, um, I, so it didn't surprise me at all for her, but for Vicky, I did. And I mean, I was kind of torn about Vicky because I love seeing Vicky on TV, even though we're not, you know, really on great terms right now. I loved seeing her because I think she's so quirky and just so fun in her own way. And she's just so different than any other housewife. She's just different. And, um, so I really liked watching her and, and I was shocked that, um, she was gone, but at the same time, 
if you've been on the show 13, 14 years, I mean, your lifetime. story is, is done, you know? Right. I mean, that's insane. It's a lifetime. We need to get you on that. I mean, we saw you come back on Below Deck, which by the way, I'm obsessed with Below Deck. I was like, I was even trying to pull my, like my husband will watch Below Deck. And I was like, oh my God, it's Below Deck and a housewife together. And he's like, you're a psycho. How was that coming back? And you're like doing Below Deck now. You're still Bravo, but another show. How was that? It was awesome. And it's so funny because they looped Drew and I just started laughing. I mean, we do make out a lot and it's really awesome because you're supposed to make out with your spouse. I didn't know what that was like till Drew. But um, so it was awesome that when we got on there and we watched the show and we're like, they just looped two of our kisses like three times through. So it looks like we kissed like for six minutes on this. <laughs> when you're like jumping in his like, arms. It's like, it was a little tongue and a little kiss and okay, we're done. But when they loop it, it makes it look like, oh, again. And then a different angle again. Oh, and again. And again, I'm like, oh my gosh. So it was, everyone, you know, like was like, oh, you're disgusting on there. You guys have too much PDA. I'm like, do you guys reach out to the bachelorette who kisses 17 guys and one? Every time I tell her she's disgusting or do you just accept it because she's on the bachelorette and you're right. like, I'm kissing my husband, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> it just makes me laugh. I'm was like, it crazy doing it though? Like, did you like it? Was it weird being best, back on? The best three days of our lives. No, it's not. Once you're on TV, it's kind of easy. And I've done, you know, I've done marriage boot camp and a couple other little things since, since housewives too. So, I mean, my career is definitely not over on TV, but, um, I, I, I think that Below Duck is truly a lifetime experience. Like anyone that can go, I so totally tell them, I don't care that it's only three days on the yacht. It's, it's actually, you actually land and you get to the, you stay the night in a hotel, then you get to the, the yacht first thing that morning. But it is the best experience that Drew and I have ever had. Actually, I've ever had in my 44 years. It's the most amazing. We stayed nine extra days because we were all, all, you know, 36 hours to get to Thailand. And we were going to fly right back home. So we stayed nine extra days and just traveled and did a lot of other things there. But um, it is, they wine and dine you. It is so much fun. It's not like housewives because you're not, you're not, you're actually on vacation. You're not their employee. So when you want to take your mic off, you take your mic off and you go do whatever you want to do without the mic on. If you, but you know, so there's not a time where you're eight to five, you have to have your mic on at all times. You get to, you know, still experience your vacation and have a blast. And if you say, I want the water slide out right now. They get you the water slide out right now. I need fresh lobster right now with some chips. They get you fresh lobster right now with some fresh chips. Like they, they sign me up. Insane. Did you guys get, do people charter guests that come on? Because we've researched, like, cause I want to do it. I'm like, some of this stuff is expensive. Like this can be costly. Do you get discounts for going on because you're filming? No, no, no. That's the thing. Well, yeah, for below deck. Yeah. So any, anybody can go like, even if you're not on TV, like, you know, you see half the charter guests aren't even, aren't even TV personality. Um, I mean, you are getting a very, very expensive vacation for not even a third of less than a third of the cost. You know what I was thinking? It's crazy because obviously below deck, like they want the drama like a housewives does. So the cast, they want drama within the cast. They want drama within the below deck cast. Was it crazy for you? Because ultimately the show is the cast being crazy, but then you're on it. Did, was it nuts? Like, did you see anything crazy? I mean, they do want you to like complain about your food if you really don't like it. They like, they want the guests to be honest. And that's why you see some of the guests go on, the charter guests go on and they're like, I don't like this. Cause they do kind of want you to step it up and give the crew a hard time. Well, for me and my gang, we are just such laid back, right. fun, just go lucky people that we 
we just couldn't do it. And there was nothing to make up to complain about. Like our food was amazing. The staff was amazing. The weather was amazing. The, the jellyfish, who cares? Like put a pool instead. So we just couldn't like, plus the energy on the yacht was just so amazing. And like Kate Chastain, she was like, you are by far my favorite charter guest I've ever had. And so then when she got on Twitter, I called her out. Cause then after I, you know, after the show, Eric, she was like, Oh, Alexis is this or that. And so I reached, I, I Twittered or tweeted her back and I'm like, girlfriend, you are two-faced. You told me I was the, the best guest you've ever had. Or is that all just blowing smoke up my ass? And she's like, no, no. I mean, I really did. You really were or whatever. And she answered. So it was just funny. It's, you know, but the, you don't see the staff. They don't show the charter guests their drama. Right. So it, they really do, you know, a good job of keeping it behind closed doors. Well, that's good. I mean, but it's just, it was, it was just funny for me. Like you're the one that's usually involved in the drama. And I was like, I always wonder how then she would be looking at the drama with a whole other cast of people. Like if they were going crazy. I do remember that about Kate though, about like comments being made about you guys like making out and the divorce charter. You know? Yeah. I remember that. But then she, she private DM me or something. And after she even tweeted on me or something. And, and it was like, she was just like, you know, she likes, she's like Gretchen kind of like to me where she likes to just stir it up for the, for the fame of it. And I'm just, that's not my, that's not my style. So I, I it's fine. She's, she's a hoot. Kate is. She's a hoot. Would you come back to the house? You said you would do cameos and you would love to, but would you come back, back like full time back as a cast to the housewives? They, they asked me, um, I think it was not, not this season, but last season. And I just, I just can't, I just can't put myself back into that. To me, it was just kind of toxic because I knew I was going to have to get in a fight every other time I filmed. And I just didn't, I just didn't want to, I, I just feel so Zen right now and light and happy and, you know, yeah, it's great money, but at what, at the expense of your health, like I'll do, you know, pretty much any other show that comes that is I've has been asked me I've said yes to I just I just being out of that outside of that toxicness for me I mean it's not toxic for everybody but it was for for my side right um, I just feel like I'm in a really good place right now and I love Bravo I love my opportunity on there like I said I don't mind doing the cameos because I don't have to I can still you know help bounce ideas off the women and and help them and like like if Emily wants to be back on to talk about something again, like, I don't know, like it's easy and it's good and it's fun. And I've, I've definitely got an earful of advice I would give anybody, but you know, the rest of it is just, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. What is like, what is, if, if I were going on or someone's going on, or like you said, one of these women that were like, what do I do? I'm doing this show. Because I feel like some, I asked one of the ex-housewives and they're like, you can't think of it as fun and like a game. I mean, it, it is business. Like you have to be on it. It is like strategic. So naive, my first two years, you know, my first two years, I really thought, oh, they just want to, they just want to tag along and watch <laughs> house. They want to see what it's like to be Alexis and, and have three kids that you're still in diapers or, you know, well, they weren't, they were four and three, but three kids that are just, you know, crazy. Um, and then by the second season, I was like, oh boy, I was really naive, you know? And then that's when I started to realize it wasn't for me maybe. And that's why I quit my third season. Um, which would have been season seven. Um, and then they asked me back, please come back. And we had to do a lot of negotiation and a lot of talking. Um, and I said no first, and then they talked me into it. So I came back for eight, season eight. Um, and then I ended up loving it, right? And I was like, okay, I've got it now. I, I do have it down. I've got this, I've got the formula. I'm starting to get it now. And then they let me go. So I was like, oh, 
Now I was ready to come back and now you're letting me go. You're like, I was just getting going. I was just getting all this. Yeah, was it so. too, you know what I totally forgot too with the whole like, you know, you had another great friend with Peggy and then all that happened. Was that, so what was harder, Peggy or Gretchen? Well, Peggy was probably harder because we'd had a true long friendship. We were, before the pregnancy, we were at dance clubs together. We were put through postpartum together. We, our husbands were friends and all four of us were friends. And that's the part where I don't, I don't understand how she can sit there while we're pregnant, watching our husbands, you know, have cocktails and that, and we're drinking our lime water as sober drivers because we're pregnant. And she didn't have the wherewithal or the, even the thought to like, I should tell her I slept with her husband years ago. Like I just, it just, it just doesn't set well with me. It's just weird. Um, Jim and I had a different pact. We didn't talk. And, and of course he should have told me too. Yes. I'm not saying he got off. He did not get off scotch-free. Right. But when I look at a girlfriend, like girl, girl code, you don't not tell somebody that, you know, and, or if you go, you go up to their, the, the husband and say, you don't tell her I would have done if it was ver- reversed. And I'm like, be like, Micah, if you don't tell her, I can't possibly, and that would have been on year one that we were friends, not on year four yeah. that we were friends. I, you know, I just, it just doesn't make sense. I, I, I just can't, I still can't wrap my head around it, but Hey, it doesn't really matter anymore, does it? <laughs> you guys don't. You guys don't talk. No. Do you think Micah knew that they? Oh yeah, everyone knew. That's why I was the laughing stock of the whole town. The whole town knew. The whole town knew. I don't. I didn't know. So no, not one person came up to me and told me. And I just can't. Be- I mean, they probably thought everyone else on the outside probably thought I knew, right? But but Peggy knew. I didn't know. Jim knew. I didn't know. And Micah knew. I didn't know. So. What was the hardest part? I mean, you went through a lot, man. I mean, you had the young kids, the marriage stuff, you know, the career, trying to find independence, and then the craziness with the women, the fights, the getting along, the fights between all the women and stuff. What was the hardest part for you and all that doing the show? Costa Rica, because you guys don't even really see all of what transpired and all of the badgering I got a lot of the trip and how I was left out from you know, when the girls would be over talking and I'd just be kind of like over by myself. Like a lot of that's not shown. And I'm a 34 year old woman at this time or 35 year old woman. And I'm for me, and I was all the way across, you know, halfway around the world with, with no kids, no husband, hard to get a hold of Jim. And he was very supportive. And when I did call him, he was just like, I'm fucking sending a plane over there to get you. You're done. You're coming out. Like he, he did not like the fact that I was so upset. Um, you know, I think that was just really hard to be so far away from everything and everyone and and to have grown women just treat somebody like that for things that they say I'm phony and I'm I because I wear a, 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 a fake diamond and all that like I I just all of it was just so like not logical to me. That's why I quit for season seven. I was like, I'm I don't need this. I've never had anyone treat me like this, even in high school, you know, so just enough was enough. And I wasn't playing the game at that point. Like I wasn't realizing it is chess and it is, you do have to be really like firm and really mean back. I think I didn't have the um, strength at that point because I was putting, I was expending so much energy to go to therapy and fight for my marriage, even though the word divorce wasn't mentioned at that time, too much energy in my children, too much energy in trying to start these new entrepreneurial careers. Um, So I think that I think I just didn't have the energy to like give a fight back to the women, but trust you me now, I'd be a different person if I was on there. And those women tried to do that Costa Rica thing again. Go. I I, know I wouldn't yell and I wouldn't get crazy, 
but I definitely wouldn't have just sat there and not known what to say. Right. You know, I, I would, I have a lot more strength and, and, you know, energy now to, to definitely tell somebody how I feel. Are you happy? I mean, you went through a lot, like I said before. I mean, are you happy that you did the show? Oh, a hundred percent. You can't listen to what everybody else says. And I'm trying to instill this in my children because I'm scared about when they get on social media, you know, what's going to happen, especially having a mom that's kind of in the light limelight, you know, like I, I don't want them to ever like listen to any of the negative or, you know, but I, there were so many awesome times too. like, you can't look at the show and go, Oh, it was horrible. It was an awful experience. There's so many fun times. The producers are awesome and they make you laugh and you, you just spend so much time with this crew that you just kind of become a, a mini family. So it's, there's a lot of, lot of positive. You guys just happen to see the negative, some more of the negative because you know, you're filming a hundred hours right. and then they show you five minutes of that hundred right. hours. So, you know, you're not seeing the real fun all the time. Well, and a show, the show wouldn't work if it was like lovey dovey, kissy, kissy all the time. Right. Like it's funny because Joe De La Rosa and I are still really close and really good friends. And we have a new project coming out soon, by the way. Um, but I can't talk about that yet. But, um, oh, thanks for dropping that little thing and walking away. Well, you're the first podcast to know anything about it. So take that chunk. That Dude, nugget. that is so funny that you said that about her too. Because I was like, after you and I, I was like, I have to talk to Joe. Like, she is one of the OGs too. She's and- my, yeah, her and I are tight. Um, but so she, um, oh, we were just talking today about it actually. And we were like, Joe was on. It was much more organic and not, not around all the cattiness and the bickering. And so we're like, I, we were just, ba- just brainstorming together. We're like, I wonder if it would work if they go back to a little bit more of that. But they're so, they're so gung ho on this formula of well, some kind of fight where when they were filming, it was, it was just so different. But right. at the same time, you have to realize that shows to last 19 years, I mean, or 19 seasons, you have to evolutionize, you right. know, you have to move with it. So they obviously have the formula right or they wouldn't be on 19 years. It's right. just funny. Joe and I were just talking about that today. And then you just mentioned that. <laughs> because it, Well, it is. And by the way, when she, when they were filming then, it was like, this is a new baby. So it's like, what do we do? Yeah. Do we need that? Or do we just be, they didn't know. Right. Right. It's like, right. And, but like you said, now they have like, this is the formula. This is how it works. This is what we need to do. Bam, 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 bam. And it's like, it is crazy looking though, back at that first season to where it is now. And you know more behind because there's so much behind the scenes and there's so much like, you know, it's just, it's a different beast now, I feel like. But before you go, are you down to play a little game? All right, Alexis, it is called Bellino's Best. I didn't want to say Bellino Knows Best. I was trying to be clever. Okay, Bellino Knows Best. Okay, it is rapid fire, Alexis. I'm giving you two options and you just think the first one that comes to your mind. Okay, the boat in the swamp during your Florida trip is so full, one must go overboard. Who do you toss? Tamara or (laughs) Vicky? I wasn't even going to give you an option on that. How does that sound? (laughs) Wait, what was your answer again? I'm just joking. Okay. There is only one seat left at Lynn's dinner party when everyone was sleeping. Okay, who gets the seat, Gretchen or Peggy? Oh, oh gosh. Gretchen, if you put a bag over her head so she doesn't talk to me. <laughs> Done. <laughs> okay, 
So one person has well, Peggy's to Peggy's not even Peggy's not invited. Oh, she's not. Oh, yeah. You know what? She wasn't there. Actually, if she puts a bag or a muzzle Got on it. and then we're You found the loophole. I like it. All right. Thank you, Alexis, for playing. <laughs> Bellino knows best. <laughs> Alexis, you're the best. I'm gonna DM you. I wanna talk. I wanna like get together. Um, and just like I, you know, I, I think you're awesome. And I'm just so Love happy that so we got to do this. Let's do it. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.